The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, all right. Welcome into Hour 2, my people, our people. It's DJ Hushmanzada. It's Plexico Burrs. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection for fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fellas, I mean, Isaac Lohenkron dropped a nice little, little, uh, Breaking news on us um, coming into hour number two. We will talk round ball. Cuffs the legend will be joining us. NBA insider from some dude show from up on game presents network. Um, wow. Let's let's do that again. Uh, Mr. Isaac Lohenkron breaking news. Let's get a breaking news. Perfect. Let's do Let's do this the right way, because this is pretty big for this week of, of football games. Here we go. Isaac Lohenkron with what's taking place in Jacksonville. Breaking news from Uh-oh. Fox Sports. Ooh. NFL media just reporting Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence has cleared concussion Ooh. protocol and will travel to Tampa for tomorrow's huge game against the Buccaneers. How about that? Thank you, sir. And listen, everybody's been talking about Jacksonville possibly succumbing. And you said this in in hour one, Plex, a three-way tie in terms of of record in that AFC South. You got the Colts with Minshew Mania in full, full, full throttle. And you got the Texans who are hoping to survive to get C.J. Stroud back and finish out strong. I guess, you know, concussions actually kind of react and and kind of heal up based upon where your team is and what could possibly happen if you don't play. (laughs) Now, that could just be me talking, but y'all talk to me. He has to play. He got to play. We we, we knew he wasn't missing this game. Yo, he has to play. You talking about a team that was just a few few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago, had the opportunity to be the number one seed 
in the AFC. Then they lay an egg against the Cincinnati Bengals. And now they're looking at they're in a position to where they might not even make the playoffs. Mm. So playoffs? he has to get out there and play. And I, I, We're talking I, about I playoffs? It, I said it last week. A week before that, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions is fool's gold. Ooh. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you cannot trust them. And for, and Trevor Lawrence really hasn't been playing that well, you know, over the mad, past month and a half. So let's just, you know, get that out of the way. And defensively, when you can give up 30-plus points to a Joe Burrowless Cincinnati Bengal team, yeah. questions need to be answered. And I just think right now for the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're looking at themselves like, wait a minute, we're in a three-way tie. Just two weeks ago, we could have been the, the number one seed in the AFC. So we knew Trevor Lawrence was going to play in this game. He, he has to. And I'm going to tell you this. I don't even think that they will travel down to Tampa Bay and win this game tomorrow. Mm. I really don't. They're playing pretty well in Tampa. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but it's a great possibility that Baker Mayfield may put together back-to-back good games. Mm. He may go out and have another great game like he played last week. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're not playing bad football. And the NFC South is up for grabs. So if they if the if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win this game tomorrow, they will be they will be first in the division. I, I believe the record will be eight and seven. So the NFC South is up for grabs. They know what they got to do. Jacksonville has all the pressure on them. Trust me, Trevor Lawrence is probably still concussed, but they're putting him on a football field and say, listen, man, we need you to go out there and win us a football game. We know you're not healthy, but you're the best chance we got to win this game tomorrow. Mm. Man, it, it's like, number one, hey, Plex, you remember at the start of the season you said the Bears was going to win the division. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, that's Where almost as bad as Avar said that the Saints was going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, you going to put it on me? See, that's the see. see hey, let hey, me explain you, to y'all you got, you got locker room one hundred and one, y'all. <laughs> let me explain this to everybody out there. What just took place just then, just now? That's locker room one hundred and one for vets. If somebody comes at you and says something that's super funny that everybody's going to laugh at, oh yeah, all you got to do is go to the next dude deflect. and say what's super funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to so put that i did say new orleans i said new orleans i was wrong i don't know if i was wrong as the chicago bears though golly now you My for, for jacksonville it, it's a it's a must win and they're going to play a tampa bay buccaneer team who is playing extremely well who has a chance to win the division even though it's the worst division of football you win your division you get in the playoffs and baker mayfield has reinvented himself he's playing mm-hmm. Really good football, so it's not going to be an easy task for the Jags. And if Trevor Lawrence isn't under center, many would assume that would be an L. And so an easy win for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, to make it to the playoffs. They needed Trevor Lawrence under center. And you, you know, you you hate to say this, but I don't think anybody within that locker room, uh, that coaching staff, just anybody that knows football in general expected Trevor Lawrence not to play. Everybody expected him to be under center come this weekend, and that's what's going to happen, and, and they need him because this is exactly what Plaxico just said. A few weeks ago, we literally were talking about, man, could the Jaguars get the number one seed? Right. The Jaguars 
may not make the playoffs if they can't get their act together. And, and so defensively, they've been pretty good all year. And they kind of fallen off lately. Offensively, Trevor Lawrence has played well. And he's kind of fallen off lately. And so they have to figure out why. There's still three weeks left. And, and so they can turn it around, but it will start this weekend. But, yeah, we, we all expected Trevor Lawrence to play because without him, you feel as if the Jacksonville Jaguars really have no chance. Mm, well, I, I wonder, you know, the first thing that came to mind to me was who who are who are the, the hottest teams in that AFC South? And everyone has been leaning on the Jaguars and they lean on calling, you know, Prince, the prince of, of the game as the reason why. I'm with you, Plex. He hasn't played well as of late and then goes out with that injury. But here's what here's what I, I'm thinking. C.J. Stroud was about to replace uh, Trevor Lawrence for for dopest quarterback, dopest young quarterback, dopest young talent, dope, 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 coming into the game and is in the same division. He still may. And he's out and he's been out. And with what and with what injury? The same as Trevor Lawrence. So now you got one that that could possibly lose that crown of being the prince in the league to a guy, a, a first year, a first year rookie top pick just like him. And he's sitting out. And it makes me wonder, are we going to judge as the media or the fans or, or the people that are, are watching the games, are they going to judge C.J. Stroud like, oh, C.J. Stroud, second week in a row, he's in, he's in concussion protocol, he's not going to play. Oh, but Trevor Lawrence comes back and he plays. He clears concussion protocol, he plays. Now, while people may be sitting there and like, ah, oh, that's outrageous, that makes no sense, da-da-da, that's crazy, that's how sports work. We judge guys on who runs and who doesn't run at, at combines, who works out, who doesn't work out at combines. We mm-hmm. judge guys who play hurt and guys versus who don't play hurt. We don't know the level of what people are, are injured and what they're dealing with. But nonetheless, the public in general tends to play sides on looking at the guy who pushes through and presses through and goes out there and plays versus the guy who doesn't. So if Trevor Lawrence comes back and he has a great game and they play well against Tampa, and they beat Tampa, and they're heading towards possibly maintaining that number one spot because they're not going to lose to Carolina. I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> they're going to mow Carolina down. That sets the stage so. for a serious, serious last game of the season against one of the most dangerous average teams that you will play in the National Football League, which is the Tennessee uh, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. They are average at best, but they are the best average at best team in the National Football League yep. and can and will beat any team in the National Football League. Yep. So this and makes it a very tight race. This is a very tight situation. If you're talking about what it looks like for now, I believe they own the tiebreaker against the Colts, but it, I'm not sure how it works because they split games with the Texans. So I'm not even sure how it all plays out. Um, I just know for what it's worth, Jacksonville needs to win out in order for them to make sure that they're going to win <sighs> I the don't division. Know, man. Tomorrow's kind of iffy, and we know how these divisional games go. You know, last game of the season, and they could make both of these teams, Jacksonville and Tennessee, could walk in to the last game of the season and both have an even record. And the winner of that game 
could, you know, be the divisional winner to get into the playoffs. So, I, listen, just like you said, it's a must win for Jacksonville tomorrow. But some just telling me, man, I don't think they beat Mike Williams in this bunch tomorrow. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think I think Tampa Bay is ascending right now. I'm not saying they're playing great football, but Baker Mayfield is is playing well enough and making good decisions to work to the point to where they have found something in this offense that they can go up and down the field and put points on the board. Mm. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, but it definitely is a movie that is taking place right now, right here for this Jacksonville Jaguars team and for the entire national football league, a lot of storylines playing out as we wind down the season and we'll be here to bring it to you every weekend. So make sure you stay dialed in and tuned into up on game, but now we're going to switch it up. We're going to go round ball on the other side of the break. That's right. We're going to bring in our guy. Oh, I Custer can't wait. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> NBA Insider. Yeah. Some dude show always is bring mm-hmm. some interesting perspective. I, I feel like he's mm-hmm. the, he's the realest of the real newest NBA yeah. experts and, and analysts. So you'll want to hear him and what he has to say. This is up on game. That's TJ Hushman's eye. That's Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington. And we shall be right back. We will return. <laughs> Listen, all I want for the holidays this year, some NBA action. We're going to talk NBA, so, yeah, sit tight, all right? And this week, new customers for DraftKings, well, they can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 bucks. An instant dub just for you, okay? DraftKings Sportsbook app for this week's games. The Bengals, a three-point road favorite against the Steelers. Whew, you'll want to check that on out. Um, so make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now because obviously you can't bet and get all those uh, those prizes if you don't sign up and download that, that app, okay? So listen, all you got to do is put in up on game as your code when you do it. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball, all right? That's up, up on game as your code only on DraftKings Sportsbook up on game that's the code all right <laughs> the crown is yours 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario eligibility and deposit restrictions apply see draftkings.com/sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Bonus issued is bonus bets. Opt-in required for odds boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. What's up on game? We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. I'm LeVar Arrington. Alongside me, Pantene Man. Oh, y'all thought I forgot about putting the superheroes in front of y'all faces? We got Pantene Man himself, and we got Stretch Armstrong, Mr. Plexico Burris. Yeah, the superheroes, they're together. And listen, I guess his name is his nickname. And I'll tell you this, he is a superhero that -hmm. breaks down the guys in the NBA. Let's get to it. We got our man Cuffs the legend. Let's jump into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We do have imaging on that, but I guess we're not going to do that today. No worries. Uh, let's, let's... Now, it's time to check in with Cuffs the legend from Some Dude Show podcast on Up on Game Presents. Cuffs is giving you his spicy takes on what's going down. Hope you can take the heat like LeBron. Oh. And now, here's Cuffs the Legend. It's go time. It's not how you start. It is how you finish. And so we at least got into it. Uh, Yeah, we got our man Cuffs the Legend, NBA insider, NBA expert, NBA phenomenon uh, coverage, social media phenomenon. I could keep mm-hmm. going, but it takes the whole entire segment to do it. So I would just say my man from Some Dude Show is joining us to talk <clears> some <throat> round ball. And he could talk other sports, too, but we just love hearing his perspective. <laughs> hey, Cuffs, how you doing, man? Hey, yeah, there it is. It's Cuffs the Legend. 
Man, I'm here, man. How y'all feeling, man? Happy oh, every, everything's going, everything's going well. Let's just jump right into it. Oh, you know, we came into the the, you know, the season saying, "Oh, the, the banners being hung up." Uh, you know what? The calling for Darvin Ham's head out there in, in Los Angeles. You done lost four games in a row. Bang bang. Uh, you lost to Minnesota. You bang, lost. Bang. To, you lost to the Chicago Bulls. I mean, tell me what's going on out there in Laker Nation. Bang bang. Well, you know, everybody Christmas in the Christmas spirit right now. We, we singing Christmas carols. You know, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> all, the all, all the Christmas songs, right? I got uh -huh. a Christmas song. I got a Christmas carol for Laker Nation. It's very simple, man. D-Lo gotta go. D'Angelo mm. Russell gotta go, Flex. Mm. I think the jig is hovering on D-Lo, man. He, he, they just announced today that he's getting bent, so they're putting Jared Vanderbilt in the starting lineup. Oh, I think the chemistry, no. the chemistry, the chemistry is just not there with D'Lo. He's looking like a forex trader right now. He's looking like a scammer. <laughs> so I think, I think you know, Chicago's a nice city. I heard they have great food in Chicago. It's gonna be a they great. Do. They new, do. Yeah, it's gonna be a great new start for. He needs a change of scenery, man. To be real, D'Lo is just not fitting in, and I think that's the main issue. And Darvin Ham, like you said, he is on the hot seat. It's getting real hot. It's mango habanero right now for Darvin Ham. Mm. I mean, we see him on the sidelines. Let's keep it real, man. Like, we see him with his hands in his pockets all the time. He looks like he looks like a, a JV coach that's trying to coach like a level. <laughs> like, he, he, he's, he's, not, he's not a varsity coach, if you know what I'm saying. Like, he's, right, he's right. above. He's in over his head, man, and the players are starting to notice it. Like, it's a bad vibe with the team right now. Everybody is feeling good after Las Vegas, the in-season tournament championship. I was out there. I saw the guys. They played with a different level of intensity. But ever since Vegas, man, it's not been the same intensity level with the team. A lot of guys are starting That's to hear right. those trade rumors. So, D-Lo, D-Lo got to go. Hey, TJ, I got to be honest with you, man. I got to give you some credit. Uh -oh. Because when the season started, you said that the Los Angeles Lakers' success would hinge on how well D'Angelo Russell would, would, would play, and you he, he's right. so he's so inconsistent, and, and that and that's the thing. It, it's just he'll play a good game, he'll have two or three bad games. He'll play two good games, have three or four bad games, and you have to be a player that your teammates and your coaches know. This is what I'm gonna give you each and every night. Now, Cups, let me ask you this: If you you, you look at the Lakers last year, you, we made a run. We had that cohesiveness. Nobody was saying Darvin Ham needs to go. And then you win the in-season tournament. Nobody was saying Darvin Ham needs to go. Could it be the players aren't responding because it's so many guys coming off of injury that they don't know their roles, and he's also trying to figure out what lineups to play, who to play with who. Could it be a combination of all those things, or is it – Darvin Ham just he can't coach this group of Lakers. I think he is not the coach for this particular unit. And what I mean by that is at this stage of LeBron and AD's career, their championship window is small. LeBron is the oldest player in the league. AD is getting up there. You know, he's not always 100%. So he has actually been playing like an MVP this year. And you have to seize this window. This window is very small. But with Ham, to be honest with you, I have a real strong pulse of the Laker Nation. I talk to a lot of people, like the media. Bro, like, Darvin Ham was never really their first choice, right? He mm. never really was the first choice. 
And I think what's happening from what I hear, they do a lot of micromanaging with Darvin Ham. So I don't think Ham is going anywhere. No matter if this losing streak continues tonight in OKC. So you even micromanage if they get, me and then want to fire me. Like, come on. Look, even if even if the Lakers go out here and get bludgeoned on Christmas Day, with <laughs> with it's a strong chance we might see that They're, they've lost five out of six games. If they lose tonight, we already know the pressure going out on Darvinham. We starting to feel it. This could be a David Blatt situation. Y'all remember when David Blatt was let go with the Cavs a couple years back? I think 2015, 2016. David Blatt was let go, uh-huh. and the Cavs the Cavs had a 30 and 10 record, if I'm not mistaken. We've seen this happen before, but I think Ham is starting to feel the pressure, but. What I was saying about the micromanaging is I feel like some of the front office people, I'm not going to say no names, but some of the front office people over there in L.A., they, they like to meddle in some of the substitutions or rotations we're seeing. I don't mm, think this is all Darby really? doing. Yeah, it's really, this really happens. The Jeez. politics of the NBA is real, man. So I think he's not going nowhere because they like being able to oversee him and micromanage him in some capacity because they know he's happy with being the Lakers coach. He's a young black guy. He's coaching the Lakers. We don't see these opportunities come about for a lot of black coaches. So he's right. going to do whatever they say. Whatever they tell Darvin to do, he's going to do. And I feel like he, his hands are kind of tied because he's making these lineup changes. Like Vanderbilt is, is, is supposed to start tonight in OKC. He's benching D'Lo. But we saw this like a couple weeks ago. We felt like as fans that D'Lo should already be in bench. So, Why is so- Austin – why is Austin Reeves coming off the bench and he's your Why third is Austin player? Reeves playing 26 minutes, like 23 minutes, and D'Angelo Russell is playing 33, 34 minutes? That that's part of like I'm that that boggles my mind. Hey, so Cus, so Cus, when you be speaking of the micromanaging, and they bitch D'Lo, and now this kid Vanderbilt is going to be the starter. Do you think that Darvin Ham made this decision? And I I don't know if Darvin wow. made this decision, but I know they are meeting. It's not like this. He has. He, I don't think he has full autonomy of the team. Is what I'm saying. So yeah, right. they probably are huddling up. You see Palinka after the games on his. You know how Jerry Jones is down there hovering. Like you got your GM on the bench after the game, sitting around. Yeah, yeah. If you if you notice this man, you don't even know the names of some of these other GMs across the NBA. The average fan wouldn't know their names. We know who Rob Palinka is because he's the GM of the Lakers. So he's always going to have some input. I feel like. So I I, I think it's going to come down to like like finding the right units. Like you said, being cohesive. I think the Lakers, Lamar Odom even said this on his pod I think, a couple of days ago. The Lakers Uh-oh. need to go with Uh-oh. a bigger lineup. Free Christian Wood. Just free, free. Christian Wood. Free him. Like, you got to you gotta free him. Look, Christian Wood, they recruited this man all summer. Darvinham, the front office, Palenka, they recruited Christian Wood all summer just to let him sit over there on, on like he like he in the crop pot, like he's some beef stew that's simmering in the crop pot. <laughs> like he, he's rotting. He's rotting uh, on the bench right now and you need yeah, that I don't size understand why he isn't playing. I don't understand it. it can I can I, just, can I just add this to the conversation? Y'all do know this is a nationally syndicated radio show. This is not a L.A. based local show that just talks about the the Lakers. I just thought I'd add that into the conversation here because I mean, no, I y'all mean, y'all could like I just feel like y'all? y'all could take the okay, conversation hey, I got, I got of the L.A. Lakers. I got some for him. For, I for got like some. a two hour long I, show I about have how some the Lakers are hey, what Cuffs, the Lakers are. Cuffs, let me ask you this: 
What did you make of John Morant coming back after 25 game suspension and doing he did in game one? What did you make of that? Yo, I'm glad you said that. 34 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and the game winner on the road. The, the most impressive part about John Morant's comeback, his return after 25 games, is he hasn't played a basketball game in over eight months, right? A professional basketball game. We're not talking about lifetime fitness. We're not talking about Parker Rick. <laughs> he has crunch, not played crunch. a NBA game in over eight months. And to come back and do that, y'all are pro athletes. Do y'all understand how hard it is to do? This kid is uh, special. Absolutely. Well, clearly I it's not that hard these days. And you know what? I, and I, I see you know, Allen Iverson. And listen, and I'm going to tell you what – I'm going to tell you what else is hard to do, but the big man is making it look very easy. Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah. I mean, this man is on the path to do something so special that nobody else in NBA history has ever done. Just another – hey, he turned his ankle last night and still dropped a (laughs) 31-piece. I'm going to tell you what. I watched that game last night, and I was like, yo, I had an epiphany watching. I said, yo, he is – he is the most skilled scorer in the NBA. Like, he can score oh, wow. from a vast array of ways, step back. You see a seven-foot guy that's 300-plus pounds shooting step-back jumpers. But I will say my only concern with Joel is I don't believe anything he does anymore. He could put up all these gaudy stats. Wait a minute. I want to see him get to the finals. Hmm. Man, listen, but they uh, – okay, let me correct you now. <laughs> you can agree with me and say that. Say that. He doesn't really have the surrounding pieces around him. Tobias had 30 last night, and and Terrence Matthew had 33 last night. What I'm saying is he he is one or two pieces away. He's a beast. He is one or two pieces away to to be able to compete for a world championship. That is how dominant Joel Embiid is. Tyrese Maxey is going to be an all-star this year. So you have a – a star right now who's one of the best combo guards in the league. Tobias right. Harris. Tobias Harris has showed up this year. You right. have Patrick Beverly. You got Pat Beverly moving the puppies, man. Like, he has enough on his team. I don't want any more excuses for Joel. We got to stop making excuses for this guy. Come on, he now. Should be the Shaq, he should be the Shaq of, his, of this era right now. He is. I mean, he is basically what Shaq was, you know, 20 years ago. But when you say he has the pieces, they are still staring in the faces of the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. And and when you're talking about a, a, a team collectively, they don't have what Milwaukee has. They don't have what Boston has. Those are the top three teams in the East. I think they do. But when we sit I, here I and disagree. say, would, can I they win the East, that. I don't think that they can beat the Milwaukee Bucks in a seven-game series. I would disagree, Flax, because if you if you really break down the starting five and the top seven of guys on each team, Boston is not deep. Boston's bench is suspect. They only have Peyton, uh, Peyton Pritchard right now and Sam Hauser. They're not deep. Derek White starts now. you got the Miami Heat. They have Bam and Jimmy, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson stepping up. These teams are not stacked like you think they are. And my point is, Joel is the most dominant player in any of those series. He's the best player on the floor. There's no more excuses. Get to the finals. Mm. Get All to right, the let, finals. Let me ask you this. How did you feel about uh, – <laughs> how did you feel about my man in Milwaukee and how he reacted to not getting his basketball? I mean, since we're talking about the, the top teams and all this stuff, I mean. My, <laughs> he wanted that ball. My, bad, my man did what he needed to do. Give me my and, and 
did he ever get the real game ball, by the way? Yeah, I'm hearing that he didn't get the game ball. He That's didn't get it. That's what made it funnier. That's what made it even funnier. I started <laughs> laughing right there because I thought you was going to say something about the second all strangler, Draymond Green. That's why I started. Laughing. Uh, well, we—I mean, we're going to get there. We—we we definitely <laughs> are going to get to Draymond because you know but we the, haven't talked the, about it since the show. So I think Giannis, Giannis kind of overreacted, man, and I was laughing at it because I thought Giannis was like the golden boy of the NBA. Like I, he's starting to really wild out lately, and I was very. But they walked off him. the court though. The, the, the Pacers walked off the court after the, the game was over and took the ball. The Pacers, I will say this. Rick Carlisle, he was petty at the press conference. Tyrese Halliburton, my homie Lloyd Pierce, assistant coach for the Pacers, they were all petty in this situation. I just want to see this playoff matchup now because we have a backstory now. I want to see these two teams face off in the playoffs. <laughs> y'all think y'all think he's going to take the basketball every single game if they end up playing in the playoffs? <laughs> hey, they gave him a basketball off the rack that was in already in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, hey, he, take he, this y- ball, y- dummy. Y- hey, yo, y- Giannis got to the podium. He was like, yo, the, the leather didn't quite feel the same. It wasn't like the same basketball. Oh, yeah, man, they got that yeah. ball from the equipment it's room. practice ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, I got I got to follow. I got to follow up with this one. I got to follow up since you called out the strangler. What was your take on on uh, on our boy uh, choking people? And, and and now where do where do we go with everything that that has been happening in uh, the Golden State? Man, let Draymond play. Man, they tripping. Let him go. Draymond, I consider Draymond a friend of mine. I spoke to him briefly after he got suspended, man, just to check on him mental health-wise because these guys are under that microscope. Whether they are guilty or they're or not, they are under a microscope. So imagine how many people are talking about you every day. They could do something to your psyche. But to answer the question, I think Draymond, he needs to see the team chaplain, bro. Like, he needs to sit down and just reevaluate <laughs> – because we've seen this happen so many times. I think what's happening in LeVar and Plax and TJ, Draymond is frustrated because he can't impact the game the same way he once did. So mm-hmm. what's happening is, you know those old guys at the court, man, with the sweaty backs and no shirt off playing yeah. back in the day outside? They're going to trip you. They're going to grab the bottom of your shorts. They're going to tug yeah. you when you try to jump. Like, yeah. yeah. They're going to hit like, you with that sharp part of their elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Draymond is That's Plexico these days. Come He's on, man! Into, do wow. I think I think Dre is starting to turn into like the modern day like Rick Mahorn, Lambert type guy. Mm-hmm. You know and. I don't think Dre is washed, but he's he's starting to approach that medium wash. That yeah, medium wash. It, well, he said medium wash. <laughs> <laughs> not, not heavy rinse. He ain't on heavy rinse mode. Oh, 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 but I'm gonna keep it real. Wash. I'm gonna keep it real. Final final thing about Draymond. I think everybody on the Warriors team, the the whole coaching staff, the front office. I think everybody in the building is actually scared of Draymond. Mm. And you saw mm. what Haslam said. Udonis Haslam said. He's only doing this to guys he know he can do this to. That's like true. I don't think he would do this to certain guys. So that's why I said I think everybody's scared of him. The Warriors front office, Steve Kerr, everybody in the building. Bob Myers left. You saw why Bob Myers left. He got tired of this stuff. He left. He's an mm. analyst now. Like, hey, he what's Draymond? Hey, what's his nickname? The Saginaw who? The Saginaw <laughs> Strangler, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh hey, man, that's oh Custer Legend. Make sure y'all check him out. He's got a YouTube show. Type in Cuffs the Legend. 
Some Dude Show. All right. He also has his podcast on Up On Game Presents, Up On Game Network. Make sure you check him out. Bro, you are the best, man. You, you are funny as hell. Bro, I appreciate y'all. Happy holidays, man. Hey, hey, man. LA Clippers. Happy holidays LA Clippers. I see you, James Harden. I see you, Clippers. They're winning right now. I see y'all. Hey, boy. Cuff, man. Hey. It's always good to have you on, baby. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's get an update from our man Ilo, the last one before we let you go and enjoy your Christmas and holiday time as well. So what you got for us, boss? What I got is I'm not scared of Draymond. Anyway, uh-oh, in the NFL, uh-oh, uh-oh, NFL media, out. NFL media, just that's what it was. NFL bang, media bang. reported a short time ago that Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence has cleared concussion protocol. He will travel to Tampa for tomorrow's huge game against the Buccaneers. Jacksonville eight and six, technically in first place right now in the AFC South over the Colts and Texans by a tiebreaker. The New England Patriots just downgraded offensive lineman Connor McDermott and tight end. Hunter Henry to out for tomorrow's game at Denver. The Chicago Tribune reports the Bears signing place kicker Cairo Santos to a four-year, $16 million extension through 2027. One NBA game going on right now. They've just gone to halftime at Madison Square Garden. The Milwaukee Bucks leading the New York Knicks 62-54. to We also have two college football bowl games going on right now. First of all, at the Birmingham Bowl, they're at halftime with Duke leading Troy 14 to nothing late in the second quarter at the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama, Northern Illinois up 21 to 10 over Arkansas State. Finally, fellas, we have news from the world of fishing. Oh, a fisherman, fish now. a fisherman in Florida caught a 50-pound tarpon and is now wanted by police for it. The reason is he caught it. Out of a tank at a Bass Pro Shop store. What? In Fort Myers, Florida. He walked into the store with a big old net, took the 50-pound tarpon out of the tank, and walked out. And he's now wanted by the cops. Back to you. I they should arrest all the people who was working that day. For real. How are you going to walk out with a 50-pound tarpon? Hey, well, hey, 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 listen, you, me and if you're willing God. to go in there and do that, man, let him take it. It ain't your store. You can, man, the way people you grow another fish. There. Grow yeah, another one. Listen, listen. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to go on a fishing trip with Tom Colicchio. Shout out to Tom, top chef. He had this show called, I believe it's called Off the Hook. You can Google it on YouTube. Me and him went fishing on probably a 20-foot bass boat in the Everglades. Is it that small? It took us two hours. That's a good size. It took us two hours to get from the marina to Lostman's River in the Everglades. We hooked probably a six, seven uh, foot tarpon on the side of the boat. Mm. I didn't know this, but it is illegal to take a tarpon out of the water. Mm. It is illegal to take a tarpon out of the water. And we just tried to pull the tarpon up to the boat, take some pictures of it because you can't take it out of the water. And the tarpon was so strong, I walked the tarpon around the boat like four or five times, and the tarpon snapped my reel in half. Mm. So that right? tarpon oh. still got a hook in his mouth to this day. And you know what? They called, they called our guy. I forget our guy's name, but they called, and everybody was complaining when they saw the show, like, how could you guys do that? You <laughs> left the hook in the fish's mouth. Y'all tripping. And they were, like, coming after us for that. Yeah. And was like, we didn't do it on purpose. The tarpon was so strong that he snapped my line in half. 
But it is illegal to take a tarpon out of the water. And now I want to know. If that's illegal, then how did they get that tarpon in Bass Pro Shop? That's just me thinking out loud, though. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to finish up the show with Bengals taking on the Steelers. Uh, uh, TJ Hushman's out of Bengal. Yeah, uh, the Plexico Bird Steeler. Yeah, we're going to get their opinions on that uh, on the other side of this break. You're listening to Up On Game. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... There's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday... You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right. Welcome back into the show. It's Up On Game, live from the Tyrac.com studio. It's TJ Hushmanzada, it's Plexico Burris, LeVar Arrington. If you miss anything, make sure you check out the podcast. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody else. We appreciate all the support that we received from y'all and absolutely wish you guys the most amazing and outstanding holiday season. Merry Christmas to you all from us here at Up On Game. Uh, fellas, before we close it out, had to do this. I mean, save the best for last, of course. You got TJ Hushman's out as Bengals versus Plexico Burris' Steelers. Uh, both teams have been struggling. Both teams have used backup quarterbacks. <clears throat> Seems as though... 
uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have come to a better uh, a better place with Jake Browning than what the Steelers have, and now they will use uh, well Mason Rudolph in in in, in this next game. Uh, <laughs> What are we expecting out of this game? A lot of criticism being lobbed towards the Steelers. You know, I know you said it shouldn't be a game that determines or dictates uh, Mike Tomlin's future in Pittsburgh, but it always seems to be a discussion. What do you guys – How? let's start with the Steelers. What are you thinking about the Steelers, Plex? You know what? Um, No, obviously, you know, Kenny Pickett is back playing today. Oh, he is back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, playing, yeah, I'm watching the game right now. Okay. I, I believe the score is 7-3, Bengals. But, uh, you know, the Steelers are on disarray, man. Um, you know, I talked about it uh, earlier this week, like with this whole, you know, George Pickens thing, and he was saying he didn't want to put himself in the tank dust situation, blocking and whatever that may be. And I must say, you know, Ben had some comments that he made last week about the culture and the tradition and, you know, the standard that we uphold ourselves to as <clears throat> players playing for the Steelers. If you've been in that locker room, then you you understand and know exactly what he's talking about. I think when when I didn't see Mike Tomlin address this George Pickens situation publicly, then I, I knew right away things are changing. Something's wrong. Ooh. Because Mike Tomlin would never hide behind anything that I – mean, the way that George Pickens conducted himself on that play, he actually kind of defended him almost. He did I, defend him. Which he did I defend him. found very odd for a man that I know – that he lets nothing – he always lets you know where you, you are as a player. And he's always going to speak the truth to you. But when I saw him defend him, I get it as a coach, and he's a young player. But I knew something was off. And I think that's what Ben was talking about as, as far as a culture shift and things are changing within that organization. Um, that was the, the red flag that went up for me. And I said to myself, uh, it's not the same, you know, culture – that we are used to because we as the players in that locker room, we are the ones that govern that team. The culture is not created by the coach. It's created by the players. And I think that is what's wrong and what's, you know, changing in Pittsburgh is that, you know, the players aren't holding each other accountable the way that we used to. Mm. How you feel about Cincy, TJ? Um, number one, the game that Plax is watching must be old because the game doesn't start till 4.30 Eastern time. So that's old. <laughs> Kenny Pickett is not playing. Um, Mason Rudolph will be the quarterback. I'll show you where I'm at. Yeah, I got to give good, man. Uh, it's the holidays. I got to give Zach Taylor a ton of credit, man, because when Joe got hurt, I thought the season was over. I thought it was over. And for him to do what he's done with Jake Browning and his team to be in playoff contention right now, a playoff spot, he needs to receive a ton of credit because he gets a lot of backlash when things don't go well. Without one of the best quarterbacks in the league, they're in playoff contention. I like the Bengals' chances. Um, schedule's not easy. They play the Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. Tough. Mm. Jonas Knox is coming up next. Enjoy. Merry Christmas to all of you from Up On Game. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.